I have returned from the land of pleasant living. This is Corey and this is the Only Anthem Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Or good evening, everybody. It's Rob. Uh, and if you uh, follow me on Instagram, you know that I think LA is anything but the land of pleasant living. <laughs> this is episode 374 of the Only Anthem Podcast coming to you from all over LA. But Corey is there in the hashtag OTA LA studios. Hi, by the 110 Freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice. The easiest way, anchor.fm forward slash oh, the anthem. And uh, it won't be the uh, studio over the uh, 110 for long because... Uh, Not very long. The uh, yeah. studio is going to uproot here soon enough. And uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say upgrade. I guess it's it's an, it's an upgrade. At least uh, everyone involved thinks it's an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, there's a... There's a uh, a spat, spot in the new apartment for recording studio space. So uh, at the very least, there will be that, that to look forward yeah. to. <laughs> uh, I bet I mean, it's going to say uh, no more on the freeway. No more. I, it's going to have to be a whole new tagline because it's, uh, you know, uh, overlooking Chinatown. Yeah, deep, in, deep within Chinatown. Uh, no, because you're like in Mission Junction, right? It's not actually Chinatown. It's like Mission Junction. I, I would consider it Chinatown. I could. With a uh, trying to think of a, a means of propelling something, but I'm 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 within a a, a reasonable distance from the uh, Chinatown train station. So with a, with a strong uh, tailwind, I could throw a baseball and hit the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like I'm if very... we're if we're going like Uncle Rico territory on the arm, like I, there used yeah, to be a day yeah. I could throw that ball over the damn mountains. <laughs> like it would be a it would be a very impressive throw. I I don't want to no. I don't want to say that I got that, but it's probably like. Uh, what do you, I think like 500 yards or so away from the. Well, uh, producer hey, Roberto, uh, he's not with us. No. You could smoke a cigarette and walk there and be done with the cigarette by the time you got there. I think that's, it, it's a, good, a better description. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Roberto, uh, said, uh, producer Roberto, who's not with us tonight, said, uh, it's two minutes from the new apartment. And then I went there and I'm like, how fast are you running to get to that train station in two <laughs> minutes? Like, I don't know if you have any concept of distance or speed. Uh, I mean, I feel like you could. If you booked it, if your if your goal was run as fast as humanly possible to the train station, then perhaps you could make two minutes. I mean, if you cut there's light, the there's a light too. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that the light is going to really mess you up? Where you exit from would be a big thing too. But I mean, like there, there is a way, I guess, hypothetically, where if I was just like, "Oh shit, the train's two minutes away," and I didn't feel like waiting for the one that came fifteen minutes after that, then, I mean, like, I guess I could. I okay, could so book like, it, but Roberto saying it's a two-minute run away and it being possible, and you saying that it's a two-minute run away. Oh, not for me, is, not for because <laughs> you I just said. If if I said, oh, the train's in two minutes, and I imagine you like running for a minute and then stopping and having a cigarette, waiting for the light <laughs> to change, uh, maybe a cycle or two, and then crossing and then running. And then realizing oh, that I can't finish a cigarette within a certain distance of the train station, so I'm standing like 100 yards away going, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the train's already gone, and by the time you get there, you barely make the one that was 15 minutes after <laughs> the one that you were aiming for. So, Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Somebody, somebody asked me why I'm late to the event. I'm just like, man, fucking train didn't show up. What the? <laughs> so unreliable. Can't, can't uh, believe, you know. can, uh, can't trust this metro in L.A. Just <laughs> even the Nazis could make the trains run on time. What are you doing, Garcetti? Come on, off to India with you. <laughs> uh, but yes, he's gonna he's back. gonna be the ambassador to India. Did you hear that one? I uh, yeah. I so I heard that like 
Oh, I heard that there was like going to be an announcement. I don't know. If it, has it been officially announced yet? I think it was like a uh, it was a nomination or a recommendation or something like that. Like it doesn't yeah. have the it's not like the official letter has been submitted yet, but I think it's like pretty much a done deal. Listen, I haven't seen a video of a of a cute redhead telling me that he's about to be the ambassador to India, and that's really what I consider official. So, what's amazing to me is that like uh, I look around, you know, like I could I could do the research myself. I just don't care enough at the moment. Uh, I was hoping somebody would just answer this question for me as I was like passing through my day to day, but I I would I, I, it seems like it's a mystery what happens if the mayor leaves for like an ambassador's post. It's because, yeah. like, all those stories were just, like, it wasn't, like, you know, he will be replaced by the head of the city council who is this motherfucker right here. Like, mm-hmm. it's, just sort of, it's just sort of, like, who will become the new mayor? And it's like, it doesn't answer the question. I'm sure there's a line of succession. Like, well, listen. If, if Garcetti, like, stepped in front of a bus today, like, <laughs> who's mayor tomorrow? Like, there's got to be somebody, right? Like, there, there has to be, like, a if he chokes on a hot dog or something like that or a California roll. Here's, like, here's the problem. <laughs> Uh, in Baltimore, they know that that mayorship is going to end either in jail or by them <laughs> fleeing to another position. So they're used to line of succession. When you're the mayor of L.A., there's not much higher you can go. You can run for governor. You're going to lose because yeah. you're not from the northern half of the state. You can run for president, uh, theoretically, I guess. But maybe he's come to the logic that that I mean, won't work out either. Garcetti dipped his toe in that one. And he's just like, nope. <laughs> Nope, nope. I'll be ambassador. That's cool. Um, I don't like so how really, I don't like how Bill De Blasio is being treated in this environment, and I don't feel like I'd do favorably compared to him. So really, I get a big guarantee it hasn't happened before. Like people are just like, nope, I'm in this job until I literally cannot have this job anymore. And of course, he's not going to choke on a hot dog or step in front of a bus because he's got you know a uh, tax funder paid tax fund tax taxpayer funded. funded. There we go. Yeah. Taxpayer funded uh, police escort everywhere he goes. Why would he wait for a bus? And the buses stop when he flies through the intersection. So I don't you know. know. You, you got to watch that Mr. Mayor show. He takes the bus all the time. So <laughs> wait, first of all, if Ted Danson was the mayor, I would give him a lot less shit than I would do <laughs> Eric Garcetti, because I think Ted Danson would bring a lot to the mayorship for L.A. Mostly uh, jokes that land, not the way that our current mayor does. I mean, like, uh, there's parts of uh, Ted Danson. At least he's trying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, he fucked everything up, but at least he was trying to do. <laughs> and how can you blame him? Because he's like, listen, uh, I have no political experience and I'm trying to do better. And Eric Arsene's just like, oh, listen, uh, I com- could completely do way better than this. I, I am a political operative. Uh, I choose not to because I'd like to keep things just the status quo enough to be become ambassador to a country. That uh, is important, but not that important. I love, uh, I love like when the judge like issues a. There's a federal judge who keeps issuing decrees on homeless homelessness. Yeah, and like L.A. as a city is just like, uh, nah, now's not good. Like, <laughs> can we do this in six months? And the judge is like, no, get the homeless off the street today. It's mm-hmm, just like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, but you see, uh, kind of got plans for right now, but can we do it later? Like, how about three months? There's a really good story of Andrew Jackson, who uh, was a racist and, uh, you know, a Southerner. And given 100 years, he would have joined the Confederate cause, likely. But uh, or the Republicans today. Yes, uh, he was a Democrat then, but he was 
the Republicans uh, are essentially Democrats historically and Democrats are Republicans historically. And in fact, at that time, there were no. In fact, Jackson was a Democratic Republican, actually, yeah. <laughs> which was both of them together against the Whigs. A Joe Manchin, if you will. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so Jackson, uh, the Supreme Court, uh, like had a ruling against him. And he did nothing. And so they issued like a secondary warning like order. And he was just like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. And then they were like, (laughs) if you don't enforce this, then we will we will uh, find a way to enforce it. And Jackson said, if the Supreme Court would like to have that law enforced, they should come down here and enforce it. Yes. Because in the end, the court's like, hey, uh, you want to do that? And you're like, nope. Like We will hold you in contempt. And it's like, "Okay." Well, I'm at the White House, so if you <laughs> yeah, well, if you I'm can like, get oh, through the Secret Service, go ahead, feel free. <laughs> I was gonna say right down the block, but it wasn't. Oh no, they were in uh, they were in the Capitol at that point. So it's like, yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm a short walk away. Anytime you'd like to come up here and just uh, you know, try. Fucking bring it, Brandeis. <laughs> I have uh, I've killed over a hundred men in my life, uh, none of which were over fifty and white. So if you'd like to to try this, uh. Anytime, anytime, guys. Uh, Andrew Jackson, famously the guy who, as president, won a boxing match, by the way. Yes. I, I also like, uh, it reminds me of uh, Black Bush, the Dave Chappelle sketch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if the UN don't like it, why don't they sanction me with their army? Oh, wait, they don't have an army? Well, then they better <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> what, what did you ask me? Man, you see my wife is right here, right? <laughs> like you see her right here. Uh, or the best one, the uh wait, what were we uh we were talking about the like the yeah, the oil and the go! Yeah, <laughs> it's like everybody runs. Oil? Oh, but you bitch, are you cooking? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. Zingbu, uh <laughs> listen, aliens are real. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We've known for years. Uh, and the only reason I'm telling you now is because I'm leaving with them. They're taking me up on their ship. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I I uh I miss Chappelle. I I'm really hoping that at some point he like does like oh, another Chappelle round. Of, back. Oh I know, but I'm saying like I'm hoping for I'm hoping for that joy again. That would that would be nice to me. I I, I would look forward to that. So did you see uh Eminem? They're trying to cancel Eminem. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which one of the which one of the things that he did? So that is basically the uh, the stories I've read aren't about what he's trying to get canceled for. It's two. It's one a reaction of like, which I know you're asking yourself, which <laughs> thing did Eminem get canceled for? Um, and then uh, he put out a freestyle, basically saying, "You can't cancel me. My whole thing is you can't cancel me." <laughs> so um, I think Dave is a little scared because you know. There is some stuff from Chappelle's show that is not PC. Now. I mean, I, I I was talking about this with the producer Roberto earlier. I, I, I think that uh, if we all honestly look back on our lives, there's probably something somewhere that we've said, even yes. even the good people, even the people who don't have a podcast where they talk about controversial things all the time. Uh, I, I think that just normal forever normal posterity, the normal people even have things that they regret that they've said out loud, I'm sure, at some point. So, like, you know, I, 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 I'm I, leaning more and more into the, like, 
maybe we should have more humanity into the idea that people will make mistakes. But at the same time, that doesn't that's not like carte blanche to do whatever you want. Right. It's like the people who I feel like cancel culture is just like, nah, I didn't like yes. li- line of defense. It's just like, you know, the Matt Gates line <laughs> of defense, if you will. Little Rob, did you cut up? Did you cut up all the all your mom's clothes on that on the line? Nah, I didn't do it. It's like okay, nope. so you did it, and you don't feel bad about it, and you're just trying not to get caught. So clearly, you deserve some sort of punishment for it. As opposed you're standing to like, outside, the clothes are cut up, you, and you have scissors in your hand. What are you, we talking about? If you look, if you like, stood there with the scissors, and you like looked at your mom, you're just like, you know what? I don't know why I did this. Something is wrong with me. I'm sorry. Yep. Please forgive me. People are more inclined to do that. I mean, like, you know. I'm not the person I was five minutes ago when I cut up all your clothes, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm constantly in a state of growth, if you will forgive me for my transpect. But the reason I brought up those two things is I think we can all agree that Chappelle's whole thing is about, like, pushing the PC culture enough to just be like, listen, uh, can we just make Dave cancel proof? Can we just say, listen, you go do what you think is funny because I'm going to find it funny. And... I'm going to know it's a joke and that's fine. And you know what? You make fun of white guys a lot. Like my, one of my favorite characters is his white news anchor doing news stories. It's amazing. I I think that, uh, some people just put themselves in the, the camp of they're doing something so ridiculous that like canceling is not like a term that you would use for them because like, like part of of the (laughs) shtick is that they're pushing buttons. Like South park, like could be, I think Trey and Matt could be canceled. Like they could do something themselves that would be, you know, like, you know, like I'm not trying to wish ill will on them, but if they were Harvey yeah. Weinstein this whole time, then I think True. that will catch up to them. Wait, but wait, like so you're telling me the, the show guys- South Park doesn't necessarily get canceled without like that. Like I don't think South Park does some sort of episode that cancels them. Like they had the Randy guys- Randy say the N word on the show and kissing. <laughs> jesse jackson's ass so i mean like you know like that's also yeah uh so you're saying that the two guys who showed up to an award show on acid dressed like (laughs) two starlets of the era there's a way those guys can get canceled because i'm not really 100 percent sure that they could yeah i mean like Uh, some people will just like unless they do something despicable i don't want this to stand as like (laughs) i'm like it's not carte blanche people don't support them forever but i mean like as of right now as of what i know like i don't imagine that there's anything like people would follow them like if if south park was just like oh you crossed the line they'd just make some sort of online show that would be just as funny and relevant and you know people uh, would watch that instead like Family Guy got literally canceled like three times. And then they're like, oh, uh, we're just going to put it on uh, Adult Swim. And then it became the most watched show on Adult Swim. So they brought it back. Uh, I think South Park is the same thing. Uh, The reason you want to cancel it is the reason everybody watches it. That's the whole point. Like, that's what the show is. Uh, Simpsons is not that. And I don't know. Have you watched any recent Simpsons like in the last five years? I mean, bits and pieces. But remember, they they do not push buttons. Simpsons was was like a cancelable show at one point yes it was yeah. like people were like uh, i won't let my kid watch beavis and butthead or the simpsons and i'm just like that's those are not the same shows like <laughs> my parents would not let me watch either of those or married with children because it negatively portrayed being married and we see how that worked out <laughs> it's just unbelievable i i uh like there are people who don't remember that simpsons was like a hot button show for a while yeah because like yeah. bart would say like eat it to his dad Eat my, a, shorts. Yeah, eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Like it's like, 
And oh my Homer God. choked him, <laughs> choked him on the show. And clutching my pearls, my God. <laughs> I just imagine my mother actually wearing pearls, actually clutching them, <laughs> like pre-watching the show to see if yeah. I should be able to watch it. Also, it came out on Sunday, which is like, listen, this is Lord's Day. We not, we're not, we're not watching this on the Lord's Day. Yeah. Uh, along with that Greg the Bunny show. Do you remember Greg the Bunny? A little bit, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I remember... I think it was like Seth Green was on that or something like that, right? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was a son. It was married with children, but it had a, a stuffed bunny. And I remember my mom and dad let me watch it until they walked in in the middle of an episode. And then they were like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's uh, Greg the Bunny. You know, you said Jack could watch this. No, 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 no. <laughs> on the list now, too. Like, oh, okay. All right. Thank God. Great. No cable in my house also, by the way. No cable. Just, uh, just regular old antenna TV. Um, I, I don't, so I don't have, uh, I don't have cable anymore. My parents still do. I know this because, uh, when I went home to visit them this past week, uh, my mom had recorded things for me to see on cable, like on their DVR, which is sweet. It's really sweet. It is very sweet. Uh, she was just like, I recorded this biography of Mick Foley for you in case you wanted to watch it while you were home. And we put it on. It was Yeah. Now, see, uh, I know my parents still have cable. <laughs> and then because... I cried a little bit because – do you remember in Beyond the Mat when yeah. uh, they show Mick Foley get hit in the head, head with chairs like 20 times by The Rock? And his kids are in the front row and they're like crying. Oh, <laughs> uh, Hell in a Cell where he jumped off the, the yeah, cell. Yeah, but I was, like, I, I was like describing like his kid – like because they didn't like show the actual footage. Like you have to watch <laughs> Beyond the Mat to see that. But like yeah. – uh, I was I was like explaining it to Rachel, and I was just like getting dewy eyed, and I'm just like it was in front of his daughter, and she's crying, like <laughs> talking about wrestling, <laughs> like like it's the real high, like on this well, episode uh, of the I opera. Watched, <laughs> I watched Young Rock uh, this week. Oh, did you? Thing I can tell you is you don't use the f word when it comes to wrestling, right? Especially around his family. Yes, yeah, apparently it's a bad thing. Um, <clears throat> but uh, what was I saying? Oh, I know my parents uh, still have cable because uh, I got the CNN app on the smart TV, mm-hmm. and they were like, sign up for CNN, six ninety nine a month. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> and then I saw that there was an Xfinity symbol in the bottom right, so I went to the website and realized, oh, I could just sign in with their Xfinity credentials, yeah. and I get it for free. So as long as they have cable, I will have CNN. And the moment they don't have cable anymore... I will no longer have CNN because I'm not paying six ninety nine a month <laughs> to watch forty minutes of news in the morning. You're out of your mind, CNN. What is wrong with you? I like to, uh, I like to imagine like Rob. Rob made like some big stand not too long ago about like you're still on your father's cell phone plan and you're a you're a mo- <laughs> like mooching off the system. It's just yep. like well, listen, you know the CNN access based off of the cable plan they're already paying for and would be regardless of whether or not I'm using it is really a a fine line in the <laughs> so uh, it's not a fine it's line. It's not like I'm mooching off of them. It's just like they don't know that there's this benefit available that I'm using without. No, no, their... <laughs> they do know about it, and if they want it set up, they need their credentials, which is my dad's email and my mom's password, which they do not know. <laughs> but I have memorized because I also know my home phone number from 1994. Um. The seven-digit version, not the ten-digit version. Like I know uh, my the uh, my grandmother's phone number from 1994. 
from 1994, the seven-digit version, because you know you don't call. I mean, listen, digits. we all we all we already we all know the password. It's Jesus loves you with the uh, zero instead of the O and the loves. It's... How dare you make a mockery of the Lord? <laughs> Never use that as a password. How dare right? you give my parents' password away? <laughs> if it's broken, then that sh- that breaks Jesus's love for us. So we can't do that. We have to have something else. Uh, it's a deep code word. My mom is actually, I, of all of the old people I know, my mom's password is the most secure password I have ever known. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, she was like using symbols and numbers and letters in an alphanumeric combination before anyone. It, there's no word. There's not a word in her password. It's all symbols and numbers. My mom, my mom's pretty good because she would do a, she would do super long, complex things. Like, yeah, uh, on a lot of passwords back in the olden days, there wasn't necessarily a limit to how many characters you could have. So got she 28 would... bit encryption on this. It's a thousand characters. So she just have like, you know, like in my younger and more vulnerable years, my father gave me a piece of advice. I've been turning over my mind ever since. Like, No one's ever going to guess that. a thousand monkeys for or a hundred monkeys for a thousand years. They'll never get it. They'll never crack that Shakespeare. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yes, but well, well, first of all, and and that is a free service included in their bill. They pay nothing extra for having me use their digital service. Oh yeah. Unlike, you know, the named since you brought it up, the named people, the unnamed people who are on their parents' phone plan, which does cost extra. Because as I've denoted before on this podcast, I have been living on my own since college. And See, but I would make an I would make the counter argument that if we were to break the grandfathered plan that we are all stuck in, we'd be yeah. paying way more than we are. Because I get unlimited no. data for thirty bucks a month. You would be paying more, but your parents use no data. They could get a cricket plan and be <laughs> just fine. <laughs> you're the one. Uh, no, my the... no, my mom, my mom, and. Uh... My mom and them would would bump up the plan. They 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 use the. It's it's. I'm not the only one. Let's just put it that way. I'm not the only one who would benefit. Do you think your family would exceed the AARP phone plan if yes. you weren't on it? Yes. You think so? Yeah, probably. I don't know what the plan is at all. So I I just like shit on the AARP phone plan, but like. <laughs> I just well, assume it's like two gigs and like. Yeah, all I know is I use upwards of, you know, like 100 gigs a month some month, so I don't want to get out of my grandfather plan no matter what. Uh, I never turn on Wi-Fi unless my phone is broken and I'm using a second phone, and then I have two phones, one on Wi-Fi, one on cellular. Uh, uh, but speaking about Maryland, since I was back home. Um, yes. I, I, I missed Maryland, and I missed seeing everybody, so it was really nice to go. Uh, Rob, you would be nut going nuts because uh, the masks were not uh, anywhere to be seen. Basically, yeah, yeah. You know what I don't miss is everyone's <laughs> face. I'd like you to cover it, please. Cover your faces. I I would say this. I think uh, you know, like th- there's sort of just generally been a for some people it's been from April of last year of this like fuck it I'm not doing Corona anymore. Yeah, and I think like there's a small bit of Maryland which is like listen. It's fucking 90 degrees. The humidity is 98%. There's fucking cicadas everywhere. I'm not wearing the goddamn mask. Like, I'm just not doing it. It's one thing too many. I will, like, there's people who are, who are like. If it wasn't a brood X here, I could do the mask in the heat and the humidity. But cicadas and the mask is too much. You got to get rid of one. I can't do them all. Like, 
Like, all right, with Mar- humidity Maryland break, is though, unreasonable enough at this point. <laughs> you can't throw in the mask as well. It's just I won't take it anymore. Listen, God is telling you it's not good for human education, and you should leave. That's what I'm saying. It rained in L.A. today. Yeah, usually when like the unusually minutes. large insects show up, it's a sign that God is very angry with you. Wait, so you're telling me there's unbelievable heat. The humidity makes the air so thick that you can see it. And there are insects invading all over. Yeah. Oh, also a plague that <laughs> a plague, yes. a million people. Maybe God is trying to tell you something. This is not a place where you should be living. Meanwhile, again, it rained in L.A. today yeah. for about 15 minutes. And then it stopped. And then it got up to 85 degrees with 12% humidity. And uh, it was very nice. It was a nice day. It's amazing, too, how many people, like, it'll rain one day in Los Angeles and people will, like, post on, like, Twitter or Facebook, like, oh, my day is ruined. <laughs> like, like, so spoiled. So spoiled. You like, have no idea. Like, there are literally locusts descending <laughs> upon us in Maryland. Like, Now, to be fair. Like, oh, uh, it was cloudy also- today. I was going to go to the beach. <laughs> We are like uh, like one in five hundred probability at this point of the earthquake that will literally kill all of us. So right. everywhere's got its problems. The weather's beautiful <laughs> until the building collapses on top of you in a nine point nine earthquake. True, that yeah. sucks. Um, or cicadas <laughs> fucking outside your window, waking you up at six a.m. To be fair, the cicadas uh, they were uh, it rained for the first two days I was there. And so no cicadas. No cicada sounds. It was very light. And then uh, that Tuesday was when the sun first started coming out. And they were loud as fuck. And I was in places where they were, like, particularly, like, I was in the woods in places, you know? Yeah. Uh, So, yes, they're very loud. Uh, In a way, they're kind of, like, I I think they're at the stage right now they've just sort of broken through. So I think they're just at, like, the, like, Hey girl, what you want to drink? Stage of their chatter at the moment, like they're still oh, trying. I, they're to... in the uh, they're in the uh, pregame dinner where like everyone's all yeah, hyped, yeah. but we're like hungry, so we're gonna eat. But if like a girl, like the, the waitress is getting like a little bit abused by the people who've had a couple of drinks at the uh, at dinner. Well, because like wait the girl at the bar later, she's gonna get a so way I, worse. Thing. We should we should set this up for the people who don't know who've never lived through cicadas. Okay. Uh, yeah. basically their entire life is to come alive for a few short months. Yep. Fuck, and then die. So they spend yes. and, well, seventeen the females, years on the ground. The females then uh, give birth to yeah. like grubs that bury themselves in the ground, and then they stay there. And then when they awaken, they just eat and then fuck and yeah. then die, but give birth. It's like if you if you were in the Matrix, like like in one of the pods, mm-hmm. and then after seventeen years in there, you woke up and they dropped you at Miami for spring break. And they said your goal is to impregnate somebody and then die. And then you would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, so, if, so, like, your you, life would very much be like you hanging out with the guys going like, man, I'm going to max so many bitches tonight. You won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you've seen video of uh, Spring Break 2020, it's basically that. It's like <laughs> there's something biblical going on, but really what I'm focusing on is Eating and fucking. That's really what uh, and I, I want to And that's about. why they're so loud. I mean, like, look at Miami during spring break. It's not a not a garden tea party. It's a, no, it's a rowdy, not. loud event. Yep, yep. With, uh, <laughs> the locals hate. <laughs> Just like the cicadas. 
Um, but yeah, by the way, uh, cicadas are arguably um, a notion against adaptation and evolution. Now that I think about it, because like, what fucking purpose <laughs> does that insect? Have? I think it it survived only because uh, it's like, all right, listen, every seven or no, uh, five, thirteen or seventeen years, you come out. You get all your fucking done. Next generation goes in the ground. So you only survive because, like, you don't have to live the day-to-day, the year-to-year. It's like, we're safe. Uh, As long as there's not a famine uh, in the year that we come out, we're going to be fine. But we can eliminate all of the cicadas by just, like, uh, dropping Agent Orange on the Northeast the year that the brood is supposed to come out. Well, I mean, also, you could eliminate a lot of societal problems by just dropping Agent Orange on the northeast <laughs> of the United States. Anywhere where cicadas may live. I, I well, think, yeah, they, uh, incidentally or not, I mean, New York City, not a lot of cicadas, still, they should get some Agent Orange. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't leave is <laughs> just like, oh, no, no, uh, shut the bridge down. <laughs> I, I don't want them to leave. That's the whole point, Corey. We fix society's problems with the Agent Orange. Oh, man. What are or, we gonna? Uh, what are we gonna do also, with you? <laughs> also known as United States foreign policy from 1958 <laughs> to 1970. Not on their own citizens, though. Just well, not all of their own citizens. Just I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> I do believe in a period of that time, the Philadelphia just police a, dropped a bomb on a neighborhood in Western. Uh, just a select group of citizens, for obviously problematic reasons. Wait, the. Uh, the Uyghurs? Is that who they, who are we talking about? Wait, what? Are we uh, talk, talking about current modern day policy? Or? The Armenians? Yeah. The uh, Kurds? What are we? Uh, I don't understand. By yeah. the way. Uh, did, indigenous people? Uh, as somebody uh, as somebody who uh, publicly identifies as uh, on the liberal side of the scale, have you been getting <laughs> a lot of the, uh, <laughs> have you been getting a lot of like crazy wingbad people saying like, you know, the, the uh, coronavirus was cooked up in a lab in Wuhan and released as a chemical agent. And then when you say back to them, like, okay, feel free to, like, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't know what did happen. If we find out it did happen, then we have a problem. But I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. So feel free to investigate. And they're just like, yeah, just your fucking liberal. <laughs> Are you getting a lot of that? Because I feel like I got a lot of that in, like, so Maryland. Not, like, not, Oh, you mean as of somebody who identifies on the left, hearing that from people on yeah, the right. Like, like right yeah. pe- people on the right saying that like it really into this like Wuhan lab theory like it's not oh, something yeah, no. like it's something that I've like categorically denied for <laughs> for years and like have decided that like after the couldn't uh, the possibly CDC be guy, real after the CDC guy came out I was just like okay so the guy who's in charge is like yeah no there's a likelihood it came out of a, a lab I I agree with people They're like you know it was grown in a lab I'm like probably yeah. it is it is unique virus that humans are susceptible to that shouldn't have transmitted to humans easily and then transmitted between humans very easily that sounds lab grown to me i'm down with it okay so uh i get uh, the uh pause they're like yeah what you of course you would say that you're just trying to get in my head i responded with i (laughs) thought I got it a couple times. I responded every time with, uh, uh, I thought it was fake. And then they're just like, well, no, now it's a weapon. I'm just like, oh, yeah, so yeah. so the weapon killed 500,000 people plus. Like, now it's yes. cool. Now it's real. Yeah, are, we still I, going, are we still going to try and keep more people from dying from it? Oh, of course not. <laughs> like, 
Well, listen, I don't know if you've heard <laughs> like, listen. 254 shootings this year. 254 shootings thus far in the United, in the United States in 2021. We are six months in. Yeah. 180 some, days. And some judge just overturned California's AR-45 ban. AR, it's the AR-15. assault weapons ban. Whatever. AR-15, assault weapons ban. Yes, yes. But assault weapons Whatever. A federal judge is just like, go have fun. And it wasn't, see, this is, you, stop listening to Roberto. He doesn't know shit about <laughs> shit, all right? He doesn't know shit about fuck. Listen, I read an article. I know what I'm talking about. The judge overturned the federal assault weapons ban, which leaves in place local bans so long as they are strictly, uh, strictly written to address a local problem. The problem is the federal government said, we don't like these guns. We're going to ban them. But like California said, <clears throat> gun violence is a problem. The ability to shoot 30 people very quickly is an issue. Therefore, we are going to outlaw the guns that allow you to do that. Now, you can have an AR-15 so long as it's only modified for semi-automatic fire. If you modify for fully automatic fire, it's legal. That is strictly written to address a problem affecting your locality. So it does not fall into the judge's uh, purview. Yeah. You can't say, we don't like those guns. They're outlawed. Federally, because uh, also, by the way, if you're in Alaska, maybe you want to throw a lot of lead down range. If you know a bear is coming at you, <laughs> there's a reason to be like for Alaskans to be like, listen, I get that in the, the lower 48, you don't hunt with a uh, with an M16. I also don't hunt with an M16, but I carry it with me for the bear that's trying to get the moose that I just shot. When yeah. I shoot the moose, I got to fight the bear for it. So the, the shotgun You could be like that woman in the video saving her dogs. Yeah. Just shove that bear over the fence. Fuck that bear. <laughs> first of all, I really, when I saw that video the first time, I really wanted that bear to go bear on that woman. I was like, oh, this is going to end up with like nature. Uh, was it, remember that video show that was like uh, when, when nature attacks or something like that? Oh, yeah, nature like, attacks. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I thought we was going with it. I thought they were going to be like, oh, she fights off. She pushes the bear. She goes to scoop up the dog. Bear comes over the fence, like <laughs> claws out like Wolverine, like rah. <laughs> but now he just ran off. Fuck. Dumb bear. <laughs> <sighs> or no. he's uh by the way, did you see the long version of the video? Do you know why the bear was upset? No. The uh the bear Oh, the cubs, dog was fucking with him, right? The the dogs or the bear's cubs were the first ones to go down the fence, and then the dog jumped up and nipped at one of the cubs. So mama bear came out of the uh the little like trees that were at the edge mm-hmm. and started growling at the dogs because you're biting her kids number one rule never get between an animal and his children there you go it's dogs like the, the rule dogs get eaten it's like the beginning of cruella where cruella's mom is killed by dalmatians and you're just like oh you fucking assholes <laughs> is that really true is that how <laughs> apparently that's the i saw yeah. the clip online and i was like oh <laughs> so that's how cruella begins this is well i mean <laughs> I can almost understand it then. You know, it's uh, Bambi's hatred and bloodlust. But then Roberto was like explaining it to me. He was just like, well, actually, so they explain it later. She really likes Dalmatians. It's just like, "Mm -hmm." this seems like a both sides issue (laughs) that I can't get behind. Like, just make people on both sides. If your mom mom died from Dalmatians, maybe you hate Dalmatians. It's not like an unreasonable, like, I think it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to hate hate Dalmatians if uh hey, listen, uh if some Maybe if she's some maybe Cruella's animal, like I love other dogs, but I fucking hate Dalmatians. Like that's okay. Like 
Listen, my house was burning down, and instead of saving her, the firehouse dog mauled my mother in her bedroom, and she died. Uh, I think it's okay to hate both firemen <laughs> and, uh, and dogs, uh, Dalmatians specifically at that point. Um, now, the high likelihood is there was a fire, and the cops uh, kicked down the door, shot your mother, and then blamed it on the firemen and the dogs. Yeah, you know, a likely excuse. Yeah. That's what the Baltimore um, Police Department are doing these days. It was the dog's oh, fault. You haven't seen uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No. There is a scene in it. Uh, well, there's a couple scenes in, in Baltimore, because one of the ancillary characters is in Baltimore, right? And uh, Is it Anthony Mr. Mackie, Trash Wheel? No. <laughs> Anthony Mackie. Is it Anthony Mackie? It's Anthony Mackie, yeah. right? Yeah. Is walking down the street carrying a bag and i'm like there is no way in hell the bpd is gonna let a black man walk down the middle of the street with a bag that looks like that and not be like whoa whoa whoa, whoa bro bro oh uh, why don't you stop right there put your hands up on the side of the fence we're gonna have a look and then there is a scene where when he is with the winter soldier the cops come up and i'm like wait a second <laughs> the black guy's walking with a white guy and bpd on it involved they yeah. want to know what's going on the guy walking at night by himself with a big bag just doesn't get bothered. <laughs> All right. I have okay. questions. <laughs> okay, sure. All right. I, yeah, they like throw the Winter Soldier <laughs> up on like the hood of a car, and I'm just like, there is no way in hell that actually happens. Okay. Th there were two BPD sort of related stories while I was home. Uh, one was Sheila Dixon was interviewed saying that. Uh, even she's a little bit nervous about walking around downtown these days. And, you know, she finds herself looking over her shoulder and stuff like that to which I'm like, well, I mean, you are like a criminal. So <laughs> like people, you know, like, is it, is it the cops or is it the other gangsters that you're worried about? Cause you know, most drug dealers have to worry about getting hit. Are you from, worried uh, about the 40% uh, of reasonable citizens who will never vote for you again or saying Snyder remarks as you walk by? Because, uh, I don't think that's something worthy of like looking over your shoulder for I, I mean, we we saw uh, we saw Marilyn Mosby just flip off the bird to those people without having to actually fi fucking look over the shoulder. So uh, uh. the second thing was uh, uh, Harrison said uh, the reason why uh, <laughs> why uh, uh, so much crime doesn't go prosecuted in Baltimore is because people are afraid to testify. To which I was like, Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, criminals know they're gonna get off, and I'm just like, Yeah. <laughs> Your conviction rate's like 3%, uh, so why would I testify? Also, there was a maybe two, three years ago. There, No, it was probably a two, three years before we moved to L.A., not two, three years ago. There was a whole thing about like cops giving up names and locations of uh, witnesses to the drug dealers yeah. where they could kill them before the trial because they were getting paid off. I'm like, nothing about this system works. You can't convict them if I testify, and I might not make it. I, I also maintain that, like, you know, maybe the first place to start is like people who work inside your own building first. Like maybe if I knew that all the cops were like trustworthy law enforcement officers, then like yeah. would I believe that like if I tell them something? It's like uh, it's like if you found out that like uh, half of the LAPD was like mafia. Well, they I don't know if you. Well, no, no. I mean, they, like they there actually is are. there is like a there is like a mafia in the LAPD, but I'm saying like. Oh, you mean the Cosa Nostra, the like, actual mafia? Like fucking characters from The Godfather. Like Sonny, okay, yeah. Fucking Sonny is like a LAPD officer and stuff like that. You know, I like, don't know if you've seen some LAPD <laughs> cops, but there's some guys who look like they were on The Sopranos. I'm just saying, uh, you know. I, I 
I'm again, I'm not saying it's not unusual to find some mafiosos in the police department. I'm just saying like I mean just for the for the sake of your argument, just or for the sake of argument, just imagine that half of them are. Okay. And then I'm saying well, like, I mean, I, I maybe we should got, take care of those people first. Like perhaps like literally anybody who's ever worked plain clothes at any point in Baltimore Police Department history should at least get a thorough talking to before they go yeah. back out on the street. Like Well listen, when I was marching last year, uh I, I mean I heard the guys <laughs> getting called out, like big pussy, big pussy all the time. <laughs> so I feel like it's probably an issue. I uh I walked by uh McKeldon Square too, by the way, which is now totally like flattened. Like it's no longer Oh, there's nothing there now? Well it's not it's not the sculpture, like the, the fountain yeah. sculpture thing. It's just like uh it's kind of like a glorified parklet, I guess. It's got little pieces of grass, but it's also like concrete and like little Oh, uh, it'd be easier for Occupy to move back in and take it over. <laughs> so one of one of the things that uh they wrote there on one of the little like uh plaques was like uh McKeldon Square, known as one of the preeminent places to go for First Amendment uh uh protests or something like that. Yeah. And then it made some sort of remark of like, and never has anyone ever been arrested here <laughs> or like has to leave. And it's like, now I know for sure that's not the <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest, they had us in the first half. Uh <laughs> it's, but it's like if I was just like someone's just like, Oh, you're from Baltimore. Should I go visit there? I'm like, Yeah, nobody's ever been murdered there. Nope. <laughs> like Yeah, listen, uh guy who works for me uh two years ago, three years ago was like, I'm going to go to the East Coast, I'm starting in Miami, and then I'm just basically like greyhounding it up the coast. But he'd never been outside of California. He went to see the East Coast. And he was like, I know that there's a greyhound bus ter- terminal in Baltimore, <laughs> Should, and I have a, a layover there. And it, is it going to be all right? And I'm like, well, first of all, it's not really in Baltimore. It's like outside of the city on 95. You're going to be fine. Also, don't go into the city. Uh, just stay at the bus terminal, sleep there, and then get back on. There's a nice hotel right outside the bus terminal. If you want to get a spot, don't go into the city. Um, because yeah, uh, you're a very innocent guy. And I feel like half the hustlers in the city would smell you getting off the bus and be like, there's a disturbance in the force. (laughs) Let's go, man. I, uh, so a couple things I'll say this, uh, uh, the white L has never looked more beautiful. They've they've put a lot of work into it. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. the white owl is beautiful. Huh, <laughs> I'm saying, uh, for people who don't know, I was explaining this term to Roberto earlier. Uh, in yes. Baltimore, we describe uh, the city as the white owl and the black butterfly. So if yes. you go along 83 down into the Inner Harbor and towards like Fells Point and Canton and stuff like that, and Charles Street. It's the Charles Street uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 83 corridor. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, generally all these things are somewhere close to 83. Like, yeah. they're yeah. within the – they sort of follow the outline of 83. Uh, this is this is what's known as, like, precedent. the white L. So, like, this is, like, where you'll find, like, Fogo de Chows and uh, yes. uh, yuppie things. Um, yeah. And then there's Bell's the Black Point. Butterfly where I don't think a single dollar of public money has been spent in 50 years – not true <laughs> and there uh, are public housing there that they tore down that was public funds being spent okay yeah so there was at one point money spent and then spent again to tear it down and now at least in east baltimore like they started replacing some of these things with like new yuppie development so yeah yeah it's not gonna be like 
fucking Perkins homes anymore. It's going to be like fucking one eighth of the unit. The Perkins will... neighborhood with like, you know, like <laughs> classy two bedroom townhouses with garages, you know, one eighth of the units will be kept for low income <laughs> housing. OK, so if you make less than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, you know, like one hundred and twenty <laughs> You will get access to the low-income units there, so those families can move right back. Yeah, I mean, like they're just replacing they can pay. <laughs> replacing five hundred units with four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I'm just imagining that at some point the corner where Freddie Gray was murdered is going to be a Starbucks. It will 100 percent be a Starbucks at some point. See, I, I, I wonder though, at what point like real investment comes to, like. So like they were there was like a honest conversation about whether or not to turn the legendary highway to nowhere yes uh, 40, into 40 west. yeah 40 west of the city into a like real life dirt bike track and park <laughs> like cuz like kids will ride the dirt the 12 o'clock boys will ride their like dirt bikes and ATVs on city streets and it's a real big problem for white people yeah. and <laughs> and like Instead, they were just like, well, there's a stretch of road we're not doing anything with. Why can't they just ride it there? By the way, uh, uh, squeegee boys, too, have not gone away. Still as prevalent as ever. COVID won't stop the squeegee boys. And I almost feel like they have, like, the sixth sense for what white people from the county are going to get the most unnerved by them approaching their car. And, like, now it's like a – it's like you got to go find those people first or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. They seem to have like a real sense for like who they were approaching, you know? Here's the question. Do you think if I made up a handheld sign that said I have COVID and as they approached, I started coughing and holding the sign up against the window, would it discourage or encourage? Uh, I mean, probably discourage. Or wait, I'm would not... they give you like, okay, game recognized game. <laughs> you got me. You got me. All right. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like there's a lot of things that you could do to discourage somebody from walking up to the car. I mean, the easiest one is just like politely go like, no, no, <laughs> like I'm good. Like it's the hand and the yeah. down nod. Nope. Right. And then there was uh, there was one guy who came up and like, you know, I gave him the like, no, you don't have to worry about it. And then he started anyway. And I was like, you know, like uh, I I don't have any cash on me. Like I I just don't carry cash anymore. He's just like, nah, man, it's good. It's all right. And we just talked about the Oriole game, and mm-hmm. he was fine with it. I think he was hoping that if he did it anyway, I was going to find some cash all yeah. of a sudden. Like, if I did yeah. have cash, I was going to find it. Uh, but you also can't you can't be mad at the person who literally doesn't have anything to give you. <laughs> like, you know, like... I do think... If you choose to do like... the act on your own, then, like, I, you know, and I told you specifically I don't have cash, and you continue to wash my window, then, like... I don't know what I, 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 you know, I don't feel like there's a contract that I deserve to like give you money. Like he looked at you and said, this looks like a cat that goes to frequent businesses that are cash only. So I feel <laughs> like maybe he's got some cash somewhere that I could have. Yeah. But he made the mistake. Yeah, that's only in L.A. Those those businesses are here. So you don't have to carry cash. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like it was going to the ballpark, so you didn't have to carry cash there. So. Oh, sure. no cash. Yeah. No cash at the ballpark at all anymore. At least right? for COVID. It, it, they, I was gonna say they they it's all touch stuff now, right? Because they don't want to yeah take cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All credit cards and stuff. Now wait, did they round all the prices up so it's not like seventeen twenty three for a Mac hot dog? No, it's a uh, uh, it 
it's all I can't remember. It's all, all random prices though. Yeah. And yeah. It's prices that make no goddamn sense. And you're like, <laughs> okay, so now I have a charge for seventeen twenty-three on my fucking card for and not from Oriel Park, from like some company in Roland Park. And I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is this charge now? Oh did yeah, that's right. <laughs> a single hot dog I ate. Did you ever see uh uh Zach Granke talking about the guacamole at Chipotle? No. Like he tweeted like Zach Greinke's an interesting cat for anyone who doesn't know him. Uh, he's just like he's really like introspective and and unusual, but like in all the best kind of ways, you know. Uh, like Stephen Wright, if he was a pitcher, like the yeah. comedian Stephen Wright. <laughs> this yes. is a pitcher Stephen Wright, but like the comedian Stephen Wright. Uh, Ball guy does <laughs> very straight face. <laughs> he had a uh, Zach Greinke had a tweet a long time ago where he was just like. Uh, when you charged me an extra dollar for guacamole, I was like it was a worthy investment. But now that you're charging me a dollar fifty, I feel like we've extended the uh, the bounds of what I'm willing to pay for this. So I will not be getting any more <laughs> guacamole on my burrito at Chipotle. Granted, this is somebody who's made two hundred million dollars in his life. Like an extra fifty cents for guacamole is nothing, but in his mind, he's decided I had a very specific expectation for what I will be willing to pay. <laughs> Extra for guacamole, and I'm only <laughs> half the time they charge you, and it doesn't even end up on the fucking burrito. And you're like, "What the fuck?" See, I, I like I like getting I'll the guac every time it. because sometimes I don't get charged for it. Right. Sometimes, yes. sometimes I feel like if you stay too long in line, they feel bad that like you waited a little bit, mm -hmm. and they're just like, "Oh no, it's just meat. It's just <laughs> just steak," and they ring you up for just the steak as opposed to the steak and guac. Uh. I would say that someone who absolutely is not producer Roberto flirts with every person in every line under the auspice and hope that he'll get a discount on something. I, I, have, I have a hilarious Rachel story to tell. I, I, oh, God. Wait, wait. How does flirting, flirting no, person? The, okay. The word auspice made me think of it because it was like a 750 okay. SAT word. Um. <laughs> So, First of all, wait, you, there's a new SAT, all right? That is a thousand. I, know <laughs> I, I don't know how the new one works. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, I had a little something for breakfast before we left uh, one day. Mm -hmm. And Rachel looks at me with a straight face and she, she says, uh, are you asphyxiated? And I like looked at her and I was just like, what? And she's like, you know, satisfied. And I'm like, satiated. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it's the same thing, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not. Asphyxiated means I'm joking. Satiated means I'm like satisfied. And she's just like, oh, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, okay. What was that? What was your give me your, your explanation? What are the two things? Asphyxiated means you're choking or being choked. Cho I thought you said joking. And no, I was choking. Like, do you know what asphyxiated means? Because <laughs> that would make it even funnier. Like if I was being asphyxiated with a bag. Like I was being yes. choked with a bag. Yes. A lack of oxygen. Yes. Um, but I thought, that was, I thought that was funny. I, th I, I, I thought I should share. She, like, uh, if she ever finds she's not going to be I, happy you shared that. Well, she's got to listen to the podcast to know that I'm telling these jokes. on. The <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Don't worry. You're fine. <laughs> Six years from now, she'll just be like, hey, <laughs> I just got around. I was going to say, 
four years from now when she's like, well, your podcast is great because the babies, they just go right to sleep whenever I turn it on. So, you know, sometimes I just let it run. And I heard you make a joke about my asphyxiated, satiated thing. And that is not funny. You're going to have a fight in five years, two kids down, <laughs> prepared five years from now. You're not, you're going to have to go a month without sex because you just made a joke about her today. How's that make you feel? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I don't care who you are. It's funny. <laughs> now, listen, I'm the one who gets yelled at when I make jokes like that because it's rude. But I still will do it because I'm an asshole. So what are you going to do? Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically Maryland. We talked a lot about Maryland and a lot of shit here. But like, well, I was gonna say that was it was a varied. Uh, a, oh, we're already at an hour. Uh, it was a varied. Uh, we wandered a little bit into yeah. some of the news of the week there too. Um, but uh, any other summaries of Maryland while you're while we're on the topic? Um, I I guess the only thing I would say is that uh, I went to the Oriole game only once while I was home. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It was the first game that they won in their previous fifteen attempts. So wait, wait. So you went to one game while you were home. Yeah. Um, and then all of a so, sudden they went on a win streak. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, and because you were worried about the big crowds and whether or not they'd have masks and that whole thing. Or? Yeah, the masks were not there. Uh, <laughs> not many people were wearing the mask. Yeah. Uh, I assumed that just everyone there was vaccinated. That's how I. That's how I like to live my, my like I'm in a mask free environment life. Sure. Um, yeah. You like to lie to yourself. I get it. Sure. I was I mean, wearing. We talked about you running a two minute uh, sprint <laughs> earlier. So I was wearing my mask. Um, I I would also I I, I would say this. I I wasn't so worried about getting it because there was like forty people there. So <laughs> so like, it's not like. Like I, I feel like I've seen church services with more people in it, so during uh, COVID, during, during COVID, COVID yeah. yeah, yeah, like fucking April of last year, <laughs> like mega churches with Joel Osteen and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, like you know, I I didn't really feel like endangered there. <laughs> well, you certainly didn't feel endangered by the crowd celebrating a win either, based on how they've been playing. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, I come back for one game and the whole thing turns around. I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, and well, listen, I, we have a good record and we had season tickets. They won nearly every game we went to on the season ticket. Plan, they went so. to the playoffs when we were season ticket holders. I mean, like, you know, we leave and then all of a sudden things go off the rails. That's all I'm saying. The wheels, the wheels have fallen off and uh, it's because we haven't been there. I mean, like, so. listen, a charitable donation of season tickets to Corey and Rob, I think, is all that's necessary to uh, and oh, maybe wait, wait, just Corey. Wait. Like, uh, don't limit it to to season tickets because, uh, you know, I, the Orioles, I I feel like if you work for the Orioles, you get to see all the games for free. Mm -hmm. And if I moved back to Maryland, I would need employment. So, you know, either season tickets and a private jet to take us there daily uh, and back so I can make it to work. Right. Or I would need a job, uh, a place to live and the season tickets. But listen, I well, I would say you have the money to spend, but based on the attendance, maybe you don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you're paying Trey Manzini $4 million. How much is it worth it you to win? Like, Yeah, I know, right? Like... Uh, <laughs> Cut, cut somebody look, and uh, get us salary. Look, me and Rob, we cost half of a Chris Davis. It's, it's, <laughs> not, it's not all the money in the world. <laughs> like, we can. 
<laughs> I, listen, not even half of Chris Davis. I mean, I, I, for, I'll take I'm, a tenth I'm, of Chris Davis. <laughs> like, half a Trey Mancini, and I'm there every single day. I don't really, I don't need that. Uh, half of a a a no, maybe not a because I don't think I don't know what they make in a, but triple A at least. Oh half no, <laughs> not even there do they make money. The average. Wait, what's the league? Uh, so really, uh, uh, prepare yourself for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> some depressing numbers. But the average minor leaguer makes fifteen thousand dollars a year. Now, well, some well, of these, some of these minor leaguers sign for baseball because then they go and they move, uh, you know, couches and stuff during the rest of the year. So, well, yeah, and, overall, they make and sleep on people's couches for the rest of the year. Like, uh, there, there was a great story. I mean, great, like, dis- like horribly disappointing story, but dystopian, like, yes, very dystopian, dystopian story uh, of what the. Uh, A's minor leaguers were eating, and it was like straight out of Fire Festival. It was like it's like a sandwich with lettuce and tomato and nothing else, and like a plastic container. It's like a pickle. It's like there you go, athlete. Enjoy. Oh, oh, oh. You got a pickle? Oh, that's clearly an error. Take the pickles out next time. There's no room in the budget for pickles. I don't. Jesus. What am I, a Rockefeller? Uh, yeah. Um. I wouldn't want to be a minor leader, but there, wait, is there a, <laughs> like the manager, like the manager at the double A A's organization is just like fucking Scrooge McDuck or <laughs> the guy from Oliver Twist who's like, Maw! <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, uh, the other dystopian news, uh, just to touch on it, Amazon introduced the, um, crying coffins in their warehouses too. Uh, did you see that story? No. Oh yeah, so they have places where you can go and reflect for take a moment for your mental health. Now, in order to enter what well, and I say the crying coffin because it is a three by three booth. And I'm trying to imagine how you accommodate sitting in a three by three booth. Likely you can't. It's no. A standing booth, right? So it's standing. You have to log in in order to use it. And when you log in, you clock out. So they don't pay you to use the time in the booth. Um, and then you are allowed to use it to like center yourself. And like, apparently the inside is very calm and, and, you know, helping the yeah. mental health of the person who is, uh, you know, has shackles on their wrist so that their every moment is timed and they know how to pay them. Um, so after you get out of the crying uh, coffin, uh, then you don't clock in- out by exiting the booth or you don't clock in by exiting the booth. You clock in by getting back to your workstation and clocking in. So not only do you not get paid for the time that you're taking a break trying to, you know, not murder everyone at the Amazon warehouse, right. but then you don't get paid for the time it takes you to walk across the warehouse back to the uh back to your workstation. By the way, Amazon paid $47 in federal taxes in 2020 and Jeff Bezos was asking the government for 10 billion for <laughs> one of his programs. Well, listen, that's a uh Let's say more than forty-seven times increase in what they were paying taxes the year before. So, yes, uh, very. We have I think they saw the they saw the negative publicity. They're like we got to pay something this time. How can we pay something? Well, I mean, if we subtract that, you get like forty-seven. It's like a Lucille, Perfect. like a Lucille Bluth. Like how much could taxes cost? Forty-seven dollars. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, but Bezos, Bezos is also quitting. Well, yes. stepping down as as uh, CEO. And then mm-hmm. apparently he's flying to space. Yes. So uh, what I think would be really funny is if uh, 
while he's gone, we all pretend that Amazon went under, went out of business. Like in the two weeks so without nice. His Majesty, we <laughs> like Amazon is now bankrupt. You're so much nicer <laughs> like, than me because immediately when I heard that he was going to space, I was like. I have seen a lot of of tragedies on the launch pad, and wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> they didn't. if the test rocket blew up on the launch pad? And if it was Elon and Jeff Bezos in the fucking rocket, like, we're going to space, bro, yeah. It was just like $200 billion just disappears. Like that. They, they never imagined it would be 30 degrees in Florida. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's That's why a it's deep funnier. Pull. That's a deep pull for people who have never seen Challenger. Here's why it's funnier than Challenger. Because now they would ask <laughs> I'm like, sorry, why it's funnier than Challenger? Like, yes. So, I feel uh, like almost everything is, like, by, by definition is funnier than a tragedy <laughs> that killed astronauts. I mean, like. You and I have a different <laughs> sense of humor. But uh, the Challenger astronauts basically were force marched out there. They got on a thing they had no control over. I imagine that Bezos and Musk are on the launch pad and they're like, you know, it's uh, it's probably too cold to launch. We should scrub it. And Bezos and they look at each other and they're like, it's going to be like like three hundred thousand dollars to scrub this and do it again. And they're just like, fuck it, let's go. And then it blows up on the pad and you're like, you're worth two hundred billion dollars between the two of you. Three hundred thousand dollars is worth your life. Yeah. Good, fucking good. Yes. The Rolls Royce you drived in in caused more than. Yes. Oh, oh, and then if the explosion of the rocket sent a single piece of debris up, and we had a camp perfect camera angle, like low over the fender of the Rolls Royce, as this arcing piece of material slams into the hood of the Rolls Royce <laughs> and blows it up. All right now, I'm just making a Michael Bay movie. I don't know. Man, <laughs> this is my dreams. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I don't know what else we have today. Any I mean, other like, important stuff we, we should talk about? I mean, we could have talked about Joe Manchin, but like honestly, I don't know what there is to say about Joe Manchin anymore because I I feel like I mentioned Nazis earlier. Like that's basically <laughs> the same conversation. I feel like uh, I feel like the only hope is to uh just have the vote, like yeah. put the put the bills up. Say uh, Joe, feel free to find ten Republicans who want to vote for this. And then uh, watch it fail, and then uh, maybe he'll learn something. Like, because then what do you 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 have to go to him after after the bill fails, and then say, uh, "So what do we do now, Joe?" Yeah. And if he's the dumb one with his hat in his hand, then perhaps maybe he'll come up with a solution on his own. Here's the problem: uh, Do you think West Virginia is going to vote for a more liberal Democrat? Oh, absolutely not. I, right, the, so he's the, just going to be out. Yeah, I mean, like he's not going to win. That's the that's the problem. Brooksy. <laughs> Came Producer running Brooks in. making an entrance. Yeah, looking very fluffy. Coming to say Living hi. Best life. Um, <laughs> he, he did love Maryland. I will tell you that there was so many dogs and yards to play in. Uh, I was going to say he hasn't been outside in like four months. His so whole life. Nice yeah, he hasn't he's been outside. outside. <laughs> like, no, he's been outside, just not like as nearly as much as he was <laughs> Listen, in Maryland. Like, like every prisoner, he does get yard time, <laughs> very free, based on whether or not he's been a good boy or not. Uh, but then he just got, you know, parole. Unfortunately, <laughs> he violated that parole back in the cell. So now he's, uh, he's there. There will be new. There will be more yard time when uh, we move to the new place. It'll be closer oh, to yes, the yard. He's, he's getting transferred to the uh, minimum security place where you know, he'll get <laughs> more yard club time. Country prison, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, listen, he technically does have a white collar, so he really should be. <laughs> I'm only here for bank fraud. <laughs> hey, you're in there with hardened criminals. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, th- that guy's got a knife on him at all times, and uh, it just always smells like drugs in this place. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> You're, yeah, the studio is a lot like prison. There's like weapons. There's a guy who wants to get a gun in, sneak a gun in illegally. Uh, somebody asking about asphyxiation in a very <laughs> positive light. Man. Somebody Freezer gets, full of meat? Somebody gets shanked in the C block? I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, do you, uh, you have visitors over? I didn't realize that uh, the, the uh, Orsini guests were there. Anyway, so... um. We, uh, Joe Manchin, we can talk about him. Uh, but it, here's, here's what I've realized over the last two weeks. If you wrote science fiction from 1945 to 1960. Okay. You would L. Ron Hubbard. Like, I got it. <laughs> not that started a religion, but like <laughs> other science fiction. Um, you would have described the year 2021, uh, with, you know, humans spreading out to all sides of the galaxy, in warp drives, flying cars. Um, yeah, uh, the the concept of Star Trek was invented around this time, where there was a utopian society on Earth where no one really worked. Everyone kind of had office jobs, doing maintenance over aut- automized, uh, autonomous, autonomized machines that did all the hard work for us. Um, and if you wrote dystopian uh, science fiction at that point, then you accurately described what twenty twenty one was going to be like. Um, I mean, so. I, I, here's the thing: Trump gets Trump gets a a loud applause for his stupid speech in North Carolina. Oh, he's and, got a front butt, and the front butt. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that was based off of a uh, uh, a photoshopped image, so I don't want to listen. No, no, no. The I vi- mean, I don't want to take away people's video. joy, but there's a video. How do you photoshop that out of a video? There's believe me there's ways also how do you get the folds in the front of the pants those are back thigh wrinkles (laughs) you and i both have worn suits on many occasions and you know those are back thigh wrinkles those are back thigh wrinkles all right i'm not gonna take away this moment from you i'm just saying that snopes has already gotten on top of it so oh it's snopes oh you believe (laughs) you know who's behind Snopes? no um but you know I, who's never, behind Snopes? Big pants. <laughs> I've never actually worn a diaper in my suit, so I'm not 100% sure how that would affect the wrinkle pattern. That could be, <laughs> could make it No, but like, you know, Trump gets Trump gets applauded again for uh, one of the most incoherent speeches I've heard in a long time, not just from him, but just, you know, in general. Uh, and then Brian Kemp at another event gets booed off the stage. Like... If your line is so thin, like that, that Brian Kemp doesn't make the cut, like you know, Democrats for the longest time, like they were just like, all right, well, you know, like we we like AOC, but you know, there has to be a place in the party for someone like Pelosi because we need that many different types of people to have a majority. Like there, there needs to be a wide enough swath of people underneath yeah. underneath our party to to make it work. And the Republicans are just like, nah, fucking four people. That's it. Those are the only ones we like. <laughs> like- Brian Kemp is like, listen, I denied voting rights to 450,000 people. Yeah. 
it wouldn't even have been close if I just let everybody vote. But we took away the vote from a lot of people. I stole the election before that one personally. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what else. My cre- my uh, my bona fides are here. I don't know what you need from me. Uh, but Benjamin Netanyahu, by the way, is about to be out. Yeah, because. By somebody further to the right, apparently. (laughs) Hated so much that the party on the left finally was just like looking at the party on the other side of Netanyahu's party. And they're like, he's not going to be that bad. I mean, like, at least we know what we're getting. Right. Like, you know, uh, BB pretends to be this thing and he's not. So, uh, you want to like link up and get rid of this guy? I mean, you know, we joke, but like. You know, I, sometimes I feel like if the if the choices in the Republican primary were Donald Trump again or can of gas and matches. Yeah. Like, you know, like it, I feel like we have to at least give can of gas and matches a try. Right. Like it couldn't be worse. I mean, for like, you and I, but <laughs> like, to be fair, if this primary was going to be Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush and Donald Trump, Donald Trump would take it in a landslide. Like, oh, they. 19- it, 80s Ronald Reagan, 2000 George W. Bush, and Donald Trump. And Trump, everyone from the Republican Party would be like, who are these two liberals that you're bringing into our party? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the, the problem is that the current day Republican electorate would just be like, what are we doing with this Hollywood liberal in our, <laughs> our group? Wasn't he part of a union? Mm, <laughs> communist. Okay. Yeah, we know what that means. Compassionate conservatism? All right. That doesn't sound like a wall to me. Okay. <laughs> Guest visa program. <laughs> I have cousins who need to pick fruit for a living. Like, <laughs> now, they're not going to do they're that. They're not going they to do it them. because that's demeaning. But they need a job. <laughs> so don't let those guys come take their job. <laughs> yeah. The job that they're not going to do. Uh, yeah, by the way, uh, George W. Bush spoke Spanish at several of his events poorly, but he spoke Spanish. Yeah. I think that would immediately lose him the primary at this point. <laughs> like, I don't think that he would be able to compete. His his advisor would be like, George, listen, I know you want to do this whole, like, bringing Latinos into the party. Not the time. Read the room. This is not the election to do that. What we want to do is to, to stop talking about how you're from Texas and start talking about how you're from Connecticut. You are a white bread, old school, George Washington era white family in America. I mean, listen, if you were any more white, you'd be a Nazi. Just kidding. That guy's a Nazi. But uh, you're close. That's the important thing. I had an idea. Okay. Uh, if if we got another Bush to run, there is yep. another Bush that's running. Uh, Jeb's. The twins? No, one of Jeb's kids, I think, is running for, like, Secretary of State in Texas or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, as part of the campaign uh, uh, goodies that they're giving out, it's uh, beer koozies that talk about how Trump appreciates uh this guy this this kid of jeb who uh got run over (laughs) like whose father was run over by trump yeah Uh, yeah. i think the only way you can make it better is if like when you get introduced at events you have like this like little edm like please clap like playing Mm -hmm. like a little like i I keep thinking about it like be more club music though like please clap please clap Please clap. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, my mom's really ugly. <laughs> Please clap. Please clap. <laughs> my dad's a Zodiac killer. Woo! <laughs> uh, by the way, that uh, uh, makes me think of how Arch Manning, uh, who is Peyton's kid. 
Uh, no. Uh, the other Manning that didn't make it to the NFL. Oh, his kid. Yeah. Okay. Cooper, I think, so, was his name. Cooper, yes. The one that doesn't matter. So his kid <laughs> is... Uh, hey, he sold insurance in the general Tennessee area. He's made a good life for no, no, you're thinking about pa- Peyton. Peyton's the guy at the insurance. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, he has oh, wait, a lot of jobs. How much do you hate it? You're an insurance salesman. You struggle your whole life to like be known for insurance, and your brother's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing a state firm commercial. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> it's not enough. You don't have enough. you got to take insurance Oh, as well. Hall of Fame quarterback, all that sort of stuff. you got to take insurance for me, too. I see. No, it's cool. It's cool. Uh <laughs> We all knew your forehead was big enough for both of us. Anyway, uh, so apparently his kid is uh, like looking amazing at NFL tryouts or whatever workouts. He, yeah, he's and a high school kid. I think I think he's like they're uh, about to go to college somewhere, or he's yes. gonna pick next year or something like that. Pick the co- yeah, they're doing the like draft day, but like the I pick the college day. Um, but I did read a story that was just like so people were only allowed to see certain parts of the workout. They weren't allowed to be there the whole time. And there is a slight, like, is this smoke and mirrors situation? Like maybe he's just a Manning. So we're all like, Oh no, he's amazing. And it turns out he's not that amazing. Um, or, or as we might call that uh, pulling an Eli. So, I mean, I feel like if you're a, if you're a top flight coach, like somewhere in the sec or something like that, you have means to find out whether or not, like, you. there's other footage of him, you know? Yeah. Up yeah. and into including, like, breaking into his iCloud and finding his own videos. Like, I don't, I for a second, like, if you told me that, like, Alabama hasn't hacked into somebody's computer before, I'd say you're out of your fucking mind. Like, there's yeah, no there's way. Black kids that go there's no way this industry that, that makes millions of dollars where you don't have to pay the athletes doesn't also engage in criminal behavior because we, I mean, like we know that they engage in like the like campaign fine or like not campaign, uh, like finance NCAA. violations. It's yeah, yeah, like you can't pay the athletes, but you there's nothing saying that they can't work at a lake local <laughs> car dealership where they just happen to make ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah, for or sitting you know, in the like, back room and watching YouTube all day, like I say, a thousand dollars an hour, where they don't actually work; they're in the back room with the tutor that you also pay for to help them keep their grades up so that they can play. So yeah. you know, um, and they get to yeah, drive it, one of the Lambos home at the end of the night. Like, <laughs> listen, it's a different car every day. They just all happen to be luxury cars. I don't I'm, know what to tell. You. All I'm saying is that if uh, if at the if the if Alabama was seriously trying to figure out whether or not Cooper's kid could play. They'd be they they'd fucking break into his computer or some shit. <laughs> like, well, here's the other alternative that he actually is a really great player. Archmanning at gmail dot com password Peyton Wayne Peyton wasn't all that great anyway. One <laughs> wait wait exclamation Put an exclamation point, point. And, yeah there we go okay. enter we're in. <laughs> uh, the thing is, you watch all the video and you're like, he's an amazing player. Then he lines up at Alabama for his first snap, gets hit by a linebacker. Broken spine. Just oh, we missed the glass. <laughs> Who even knew? In none of the videos was he getting hit. We had no idea. No, he can throw the ball ninety yards, but his bones break if they're slightly touched. I was, I was wondering why they called him avian bone syndrome. <laughs> no, it's it's why he can throw so well because the bones are so light. It just like slides through the air. He's like a lot of force. Great. Yeah, his nickname is ABS. Oh wow. Like, 
he's like really good at stopping and starting and like not getting yeah. locked up and stuff like that. Like I like that. It sounds like a like a dynamic athlete. No, no, no. Avian birds. <laughs> Avian bone syndrome. Oh. <laughs> What's that? Like uh he, like he flies down the field? Yeah, let's say Yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> Where's the check? Oh, okay. We'll have another talk in a little while. Just understand, even if he doesn't play for you, you can still sell a jersey that says Manning on the back. That's got to be worth something for your... Now, wait, 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 though. It's college. They don't put the names on the back. You can get them on the back, I think. Oh, that's right. See, those of you who don't know, the players don't play with their names on the back. I mean, like... You can buy a jersey with their name on the you back. You can buy a Lamar Jackson Louisville jersey. Lamar Jackson yep. sees none of the money, but you can buy it all he wants. Like, And he never got to play with his name on his back, right? No, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. Wait, wait, is it Ivy League? There's one of the uh, minor leagues that not minor leagues, but like a <laughs> colonial league didn't uh, didn't allow names on the back, but they did because I know Hofstra did. So but, usually, uh, usually it depended on how much school the program had. Like if you played at like an Alabama or a Clemson or something like that, yeah, like they can afford to put New Jersey na- or names on the back of their jerseys right, every right, year. Right. But if you play for Hofstra, like they're just giving out that number one jersey to whoever <laughs> wants. it. For you, like they don't got time to it's put a, a name league. on the bed. Like little league, I want to be yeah. number fifteen. Looks like it's available. Grab it off the rack, there, buddy. Wait, is so gonna put my name on? Nope, nope. You're fifteen. It's up and until you're not fifteen anymore. I always liked in like uh, LTRC, like the like rec league baseball. Like you always knew the kids that were fatter or bigger than the rest of them because they always had to wear the bigger jersey numbers. <laughs> like the skinniest person. <laughs> Skinniest, the small kid. was always a one, and like the the large jersey or the extra large jersey was always like a thirty nine or something. Listen, I, uh, I was proud to play with Michael Jordan's um, basketball number during baseball. His second one, the one, the forty five. Yes, yeah. the forty five. That's the one. That was my little league number all the way through. And it's not really fair because uh, they didn't have my size. They had to sew the four and the five together to give me a jersey. Was, was it wrong that mine just said tilt? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, no, my team colors were red and gray. I just was out there in a Target fucking T-shirt. Like, uh, didn't even have a size for me. Just, hey, Target. Yeah. All right. Mm. Big bullseye on my back. You were a skinny kid. You don't get to joke about that, all right? You were a kid as a kid. You were skinny. You was, were wearing like number four. I five. wasn't that skinny. I was I was skinny. You were a five. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You weren't the extra small. You were the small. That's right. No, yeah. I wasn't the extra. I, I I never actually got to wear five. So I, hold on, I wore 21 at one point. It's I, all a lie. You didn't get to wear number five. Where'd the five come from? Because that's my number. You didn't wear it. Yeah, but that's because I couldn't fit in the five. <laughs> Like, so uh, hold on. I, I try and remember it based off of. So I was. Uh, we played for the Giants and I wore 25. Because I remember. I remember asking my dad who wore number 25 for the Giants and he said, Barry Bonds. I was just like, is he any good? <laughs> my dad was like, yeah, he's pretty good. I'm like, good. <laughs> good to know. Also, uh, he has a very large round head. You are not you at that point. He, that was before. That was way before. <laughs> yeah, that was before. Um, that was way before we got into a big argument in the comments section. <laughs> um, uh, and then I was with the Yankees once. I know, uh, shock and awe. I was with the LTRC Yankees. 
I yeah, don't know. They... I don't know. They didn't have other teams, but they had the Yankees, for God's sakes. Uh, and I was 21 on that team because I remember I had Paul O'Neill's number. Yeah. So yeah. I used to, whenever I got drafted by a team in rec league, I used to follow the person who wore my number in the majors. And I only think there was a cut. Like, I was with the Cardinals at one point, and I don't think my number was taken by a major league player. Like, I had, like, 17, and there was no. Yeah. Aubrey Huff wasn't playing for the Cardinals at the time or something like that. I, I My league avoided that. Uh, I played my first years of senior league for Trigas and Oil. Uh, <laughs> then later on, I was drafted by Pizza Palace. Um, <laughs> and uh, I do believe I wrapped up with... Uh, uh, the Kevin McCarthy presents State Farm Insurance. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's uh, they just avoid that. Uh, my Trigas and Oil shirt was red and gray. The State Farm Insurance, not red, because Trigas had been supporting a team for like forty-five years, so they had red and gray. So I had like a yellow, a yellow and white State Farm shirt. Yeah, and I just remember how this makes no sense. Like, what is going on with this? Uh, but he had more than two colors. So. so I remember I played with the Pirates, and we had yellow and brown jerseys. And I remember even at that point, I was aware of the old Padres uniforms. Yeah. So I, I remember, like, when I got the jersey from, like, the shed that they kept all the jerseys in, uh, it was a thing. You'd show up, like, you had a time you had to show up at the shed, and then yeah. they'd, they'd yeah. give you a jersey, and you put it on, and if it fit, then it was your jersey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like, by the way, and if you day, tried to like squeeze into the one, they'd just be like, "Oh, wait a minute, here's a thirty for you." Like, yeah, I would always like grab it and just hold it up against me and be like, "I, this is gonna be embarrassing for both of us. Let's just move up in the numbers, please." <laughs> one that doesn't resemble a sausage casing, please. <laughs> but I remember, uh, I remember, I got the yellow and brown jersey that was supposed to be for the Pirates. And I just like looked at them and I'm just like, why aren't we just the Padres? And they're just like, no. We're <laughs> like, the okay. Pirates. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's not like I was trying way. to, like, it's not like I was like trying to overthrow LTRC. I was just asking an honest question. I was just, yeah. <laughs> like I was going to throw the jersey down and be like, Attica! Attica! <laughs> The uh, senior league teams now in my hometown have boosters, so they get brand new jerseys every <laughs> single year. They uh, the field now it still has the thirty foot metal monster over in uh, in left field that robbed me of my only chance at home runs in uh, senior league. But uh, it's a very much nicer stadium now. Like there's actual grass; it's not just like dead, dying brown. Uh, filth in the outfield so it's very nice i just know that anyone listening to this who played senior league you know after 2000 they're like the shed with the shared shirt no no uh i go out and grab my amazon package where my jersey with my name on the back uh the four of them because you know sometimes we play twice a week so <laughs> laundry uh i get the four out of the bag um and then uh my pants and my cleats and uh uh, the baseball, the gloves, the batting gloves, they get delivered the next day usually because it, it takes a little longer for those. So, you know, like, just watching the games and I'm like, fancy jerseys, the cleats that match the jerseys. Yeah. Some other guys rock uh, the stirrups because, uh, you know, throwbacks. You have to. So, you have to. No, no, no. You don't in a senior league now. They wear the long pants. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, like, I always wore the stirrups. And if, if, uh, if I got a call today, yeah. Saying, like, uh, 
Corey. Yeah. Corey, it's the Baltimore Orioles. We're in desperate need of someone just like you to play for our team right now. We decided it couldn't get worse. We remember that you tried out a few years ago. We're trying to make some dreams happen. Uh, are you willing to work for free? Uh, listen, uh, can't win, can't get the first overall pick without losing some games. So uh, how do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I feel about playing some second base for us. Um, how are you guys feeling about the rest of the season? Oh, we got a ringer. But to the playoffs? No, no, to the first draft spot. That's uh, where our goal is right now. <laughs> Uh, what's the uh, what's the beer vendor doing out on the field? Oh no, that's our new second baseman. How's it going? Yeah, you thought Ty Wigington was as low as we could go. <laughs> you thought incorrect. Well, I will say, uh, you have to play in the shift the whole time because you can't cover. <laughs> Like, listen, all right, get as far away from first as you think you can cover, and then we're just going to move short over to cover second base. We're, It'll be fine. We'll cover the The Orioles will revolutionize the wall at second, like, like in soccer. <laughs> I'm just imagining somebody hitting a ball to second base where you are there. So yeah. all at 100, and 100 feet, no, probably 120 feet. Yeah. And the reaction time needs to be like 1.4 seconds. And how many times it would just go like, crack. <laughs> close. I was close on that one. Man, that was 14 feet away. You didn't even take a step. And when you did take a step, it was already in the outfield. I was, uh, I was, I was doing the backup though. I was, I was there for the cutoff, so it's fine. You just see me falling for every, <laughs> <laughs> like diving for oh. it. Like soccer, you're a goalie. Yeah, like trying just, to protect. You're like, just ju- just it's going to second get- base side. <laughs> <laughs> just to get out in front of it. Oh, you start wearing the catcher's gear because you're like, I'm not going to get in the glove. But if I can knock it down, it'll be all right. Just Listen, the shin me. guards are saving my knees here. <laughs> well, I, I think anybody that. who listened to this whole podcast deserves a participation trophy. <laughs> and the place where you can go get it engraved, oh, the anthem.com, Gordon, oh, the anthem.com, oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's the number again? 443-219-7595. Uh, you can find more of me on the website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm, and at LegendsCB5 on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, New content! <laughs> Uh, last month was uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, so I figured, uh, in classic ADHD fashion, I would make one, make a video about that, and put it up late. Uh, so <laughs> look forward to that. All right, so are we gonna get your uh, Pride video next month? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I, I should just do one at the end of this month, like talk about all the great LGBTQ content that I've worked on over the years. You really know how to capture an audience, just like mm-hmm. hitting. Uh, it's the nail while it's hot. What's the, what's the saying with the capture the cat by the tail? Um, all of those things. We don't do that anymore, Rob. We don't do. <laughs> Are you looking to be canceled? Because <laughs> if that's what gets me canceled, <laughs> I- I'll take it. I'll be like, listen, I will accept the cancellation. Do not look at any of the older episodes. Let's just assume it's the cat by the tail comment, and we'll be done. It's like, it's like I would I would like to be able to be uh uh immune from further prosecution if I accept the terms of this deal. Yeah, I want to go for a um 
uh, Louis C.K., not Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. So if it's a cat by the tail, I think I can recover. I'll, I'll come out and do some shows, you know, in like five years. It'll be fine. Put maybe it on my own a- website and say I sold yeah, a million. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, maybe there'll be a pandemic. Everybody will forget. But if you're a Weinstein, that's... Uh, ooh, yeah, no yeah, coming, back, no coming back, from back from that. Nope, nope. <laughs> but yeah, no jokes aside, yeah, you have a, a plan. I don't want to shit on your plan for content release. <laughs> I mean, I should have done it a month ago. Clearly, I know. But, but <laughs> like, when can when can people expect it? I I look to uh, record it tomorrow, so hopefully shortly thereafter. It's not even recorded. Don't look at me like that. I can feel your disappointment already. <laughs> it's gonna be from the heart, though, so it won't take that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're just like, I don't want to shit on your content plan. And then I immediately said something that made you want to shit on my content plan. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I, here I am. I'm not <laughs> shitting on it at all. Okay. That was tough. It was tough. I, I, <laughs> you, I got Somehow there. you survived that moment. <laughs> Anything else from you? Is that No, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. I don't um, want to, I don't want to stir the beast. Sorry. Well, if you're a glutton for punishment, follow me on social media. If you like what I said here, you're really going to enjoy my Instagram story. <laughs> if you didn't, maybe avoid it. Uh, I got enough hateful DMs. I don't need more. Uh, also, um, when people put up a poll on on Instagram, is it really that hard to vote in the poll? Just you click a button. You have an opinion, click a button. 120 people viewed a poll I put up. I got four votes. Four <laughs> votes. <laughs> 120 people saw it. I'm like, the f- fuck all of you. <laughs> to be fair, uh, I saw it, but didn't like it didn't like instantly hit me. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like, what was your favorite pizza topping? Something that I could like, I wanted to like think on it a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, I'll get back to this. And then uh, classic ADHD. I didn't <laughs> get back to it. To say it's uh it's great. Uh, somebody else told me that they're like, yeah, I was like uh, about to, and then it disappeared. Or, like moved on to the next story, and I was like, oh, but then the next one actually depended on the first one, so I couldn't do it. And I'm like, swipe back, <laughs> go backwards, swipe back, and it goes back to the previous story. Like, oh, like don't pretend like you didn't know about. It. <laughs> if you see some girl shaking her ass on a story, you will know that you push and hold to freeze it. You swipe to go back to it. Come on, Roberto. Anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, if you're going for punishment, follow me on social media at Robert and Cheek. Uh, otherwise, uh, I got nothing. Uh, so, you know. Uh, oh, uh, you can join uh, 5,000 other people now and watch my most viewed YouTube video ever, which, of course, with all of the quality content I've produced, podcasts and movie reviews and political commentary, you know it's going to be great. The Sutera Pillow Review. <laughs> And um, you've seen 12 Monkeys, right? Yeah. So th- my new thing is, what am I thinking about? Right at the end of 12 Monkeys, uh, that actor who always plays a bad guy is at the airport. And the guy's like, I'm going to need you to open up that thing, sir. And he goes to twist off the top. And he just takes a moment and like looks up off screen. And then he untwists the top. And he's like, see, it doesn't even have an odor. And he puts it under the guy's nose, right? And that's the virus breaking out. And it's that's what kills off 95% of the world's population. Yeah. So my new thing is 
what am I thinking in that moment right before I pop the top on the virus that's going to kill 95% of people <laughs> and then I hold it under his nose? And now the fact that of the 10,000 minutes of content I have, that the most watched, most commented, most liked video I have is a Sutera pillar review is the thing that I'm going to be like, Sutera. I was just about to stop and not do this, but the Sutera pillow review. <laughs> See, it doesn't even have an odor. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we'll beat it with this one. How about, how about that? <laughs> sure. Uh, so, if there is any hope for humanity, like and comment on this video. Otherwise, twelve monkeys. <laughs> Listen, that's not I was gonna say, I've, I've tried to be a biological terrorist before. I was going to say, I think we've done good here today, but I don't know if that's true. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. I got to go pet a dog. <laughs> so just uh after uh, uh what's the dialogue after the movie what would you call that or after a book uh like a postscript book. yeah the postscript um yeah i talked to my nephew uh you know we facetime every now and again and that is how he would end one of our calls <laughs> <laughs> uncle rob i love you we'll talk soon i gotta go pet a dog and it just <laughs> After, by the way, like walking up to the Facebook portal and calling me and now like yeah. I'm having a conversation. My sister doesn't even know we're talking, but he's just like, I got to go pet a dog and he's gone. And then I'm just like, like hello? hello, I don't want to hang up in case you come back. Hello. Oh, there, there must have really been a dog. OK. <laughs> <laughs> there must have really been a dog, Corey. <laughs>